This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. Mothers are pillars of households and communities. On Motivation Monday tonight, we saw it fit to shine light on these phenomenal women. I'm joined now in studio by author, speaker and coach in Tanzama Farafara with our motivation session, which is to be under the title honoring our mothers you are more than welcome to join in the motivation on our whatsapp line 079-295-1212 and you can also give us a call on 015-151-0135 teacher good evening and welcome back good evening rebecca and good evening to our listeners at home and wherever they're listening to us from you know how they say it takes a village to raise a child it does and in that particular regard, I know even with me as an mm. example, mm-hmm. just about every older woman I encounter, I always call them mother mama. Yes. or mama yes. or mama in, in everything else. Mm. And then then I had to ask to say, when Tlantla says that we're honoring our mothers, mm. who are these mothers? It's mothers, as you said it. The mothers in the village. Mm. Those people who make up the village that raise the child. We we, we need to honor them. Um, if, if you... If you come from a village background, you will know, um, if, if you come from where I come from in particular, for example, we, 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 we are raised in a community. We, we, we grew up in a place where I, I could sleep here today and sleep there tomorrow. I could have supper here today because I'm playing there and my mother would come check up around late, very late and say, given where are you? And I'm like, here, I'm here. They would, and we didn't have the phones where you would actually text and send a WhatsApp to say, where are you? You know, WhatsApp location and all that kind of things. But but we we, we, we grew up in a place where the street was open. Um, and in, in, in my village, I would cross through four different houses, not using the street, you know, going through the yards, you know, toilets and stuff like that, because we, we grew up in that kind of place. But but it does take a village to, to, to raise a child. And we need to come to a point, to a, to, a, to a time where we go back to that particular kind of a village. Um, and, and because the village is not actually the physical facility, but it's a, it's, it's a, it's a collection of people with, with a particular interest and common hearts. Um, I remember where, where I grew up, my mother had friends and her friends were staying very far apart. Um, and there were times that I didn't understand some of these things. She would, the friends would visit, would have dinner with them. And then after eating, she would be accompanying them and would be working with her because you find that my mother's friends, her sons or daughters become our friends. So we become friends because our mothers are friends. And then when they accompany them, would walk far. And then we get to the gate of the, that person and then they would walk back accompanying my mother and then would walk back accompanying them until we, we get tired of saying, Mama, we've been accompanying one another back and forth, back and forth. But it was the kind of fun that we that was there and it was not a problem. People would walk distances to visit one another um, and and we, we had this kind of, of fellowship. I know that my mother would not worry when she's not there knowing that the neighbor would call me in and I would either sleep there or have supper. And there was not that kind of communication that today I would have to make an arrangement. I know that where I, where my, my, my mother's sister, it's in, in the modern language, it's aunt, aunt, everyone is aunt. Yes. But my aunt, my mom would cook food, not calculating how many children she has, uh, calculating just in case there were more people. And it, that, that's how it was. We grew up in, in that kind of a community. And it was nice because you, even if the food was not that much, we would find ourselves having to split the little that we had. And we had fun and we, we enjoyed eating like that. It was nice eating in a community. And it took me some time. I remember after I went to varsity, I started sort of disliking that. And a few weeks back, I was in Beggar's Fort. Um, and we, we were in a funeral. I arrived 
in the evening um, on a Friday and I think on a, yeah, I think it was Friday, if not Saturday. When I arrived there, some some of the brothers had already just dish up food, you know. And in Vegas, for the hair, they still have that community kind of a feeling um, in, in in those villages. And they had a big bowl of pap and a big bowl of mohod. And I just joined in. I found myself enjoying that moment. I'm like, and, and I remember I have like, hmm, you eating like that? I'm like, yeah, it's nice. It felt so good, you know. And and let's take it back to the mothers. These are the kind of people that made that community to be like that. Because they would stand on the gates or on the fences and talk to one another. It was nice. They would be sweeping the yards and they would make sure that they sweep the yards towards one another so that at the end of sweeping, they have a conversation together. We need to go back and start talking about these women who raised us. We need to talk about these women who woke us up in the morning in the cold when we didn't want to wake up and bathed us and dressed us so nice. We would go to school looking nice with the with 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 this um, these ointments that they would apply on our faces and it was okay. You know, and and with with the it, it didn't matter. We were fine just like that. And we need to talk about this mothers. And for me, this show today is inspired by the love that I've had from my mother. As if she's listening right now, and and I know she's hearing half of what I say. <laughs> um, and, and and her sister as well, who when she was not there, she would say go to my sister and would stay there. And um, my sister from Mamahulu says her name is Mavis. Uh, she's now staying in 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 Johannesburg. She raised me. She taught me. I used to. I, I learned to do hair with her. I would braid people's hair, and and do what is called this. Uh, uh, this using this cream relaxers. I would do that and and style people, and and she raised me. My grandmothers, my aunt, and these are the people that actually made me. And I'll talk about them later. These mothers are mm. the first to wake up, and the last Often. to, to sleep. sleep. Yeah. And and then one is sort of compelled to ask mm. Danta to say, how do you honor these phenomenal beings when they do so, so much. much? So much. Look, for me, before we can say, how do you honor them? You need to understand who these people are. Mm. You need to understand how do you define them in society and how do you define them in your personal life? Uh, because um, the woman that you are, Rebecca, and the woman that my wife is, I relate with you differently. The woman that my mother is, I relate with her differently. So I have to find um, a, a, a context to put them in. And, and in my understanding, the first honor before we can, we, we want to put it there, the first honor that I think I can give to my mother is becoming the best that my mother dreamed. Um, you, you'd hear the statement, and I know that, and if maybe I should, before I say, let me interrupt myself. It would be nice for the listeners right now to think of this woman that, that, that made them to be who they are. Because for one reason or another, there's that woman who contributed, there's the father that contributed, but there's also the woman that contributed who, who would not sleep because you're not sleeping, who would not eat to make sure that you've eaten, and she still sleeps hungry. And many other things. Take your, your phone right now. Take it. Send an SMS and say, "Mommy, thank you for being there for me." It it would be nice for them. It would be nice. When I was driving, I called my mother. I said, "Thank you," and I'm going to talk about you. And I even in the afternoon, I sent an SMS. But how do we then? Um, what what is it that we need to look? For example, you need to 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 look at their values. You look. You need to look at their worth. You need to look at their integrity. You need to look at their strength. You need to look at um 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 uh, the, the, their compassion. Because for me, when I define a mother, it's a female parent. Or, 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 or a woman who sort of performs certain nurturing 
responsibilities over my life and it doesn't have to be my biological parent it's those people who are nurturing then they may not necessarily be nurturing the same thing at the same time they, they will be like i mentioned that my sister helped me to to i still do my daughter's hair so it's 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 easy and it's nice and i enjoy it. it's like a bonding session now so we have to look at that so these people have kindness they have humility they have understanding mothers often understand the pain that the child experiences more than the father would actually do in in many different contexts when a child cries is the mother that feels the pain more and 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 you've seen as well that when a child is is scared the first person that comes it's the mother they're like mommy first and then they can my, my daughter still calls her mother first if she wants to call me she say mommy and then daddy and then she, she says what she wants to say you know and there's, there's those kind of things they've got this perseverance they endure pain they, they can tolerate a lot of things you, you've seen a simple thing that annoys me is that when a mother has a child oh mama remila lurking with mucus in the nose yes they would use their mouth to suck it out and and for them it's i'm like that is gross for them it's like i have to do it for my child i can't do that but the mothers can stand through all these unusual smells and dirtiness of a child we need to honor them how do you honor them first become the best version of yourself that your mother would ever would ever dream of we, you don't necessarily need to become their dream but you need to become the best their sacrifices need to be honored with your success their sacrifices need to be honored with your betterment their sacrifices need to be honored with you becoming a giant in that small place where you were born you honor your parents take some time to say it as well to them one of the things that i've learned for example about my mother is my mother loves to brag she loves to show off and and i've learned that the one thing that she really loves to show off about is her children and her grandchildren when i visit her where she works she would take time to and every time she introduces me she would say this is given is my second born he is coming after gabriel my first born he loves himself so much and then she would go to say he's then he's got a younger brother his name is mandla he's working in johannesburg and and she would say all she would say a story about us give them that moment to brag about you whatever the little that they can brag give it to them let them use it to brag number 2 get time yourself to brag about them get a moment to look at them and say mom you look beautiful look we we someone would ask but if i don't have money what if i'm not employed it's not about that it's not about the money it's about you valuing their contribution their sacrifices their work in your life take some time to 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 speak about them with your friends to speak about them anywhere you know there there are circumstances in society today that one would be so embarrassed to introduce his mother because of what she looks like because of the kind of the taste of her clothes or whatever the case may be because the fact that she can't speak english and you are in a place where everybody is conversing in english take her there take it to to if you have money take it to a restaurant let her mess it up she will feel good that my son or my daughter took me to a restaurant and i ate things i don't even know what they are she will feel good honor them with it with it like that compliment her you know one this this simple thing and i've learned that it 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 goes too far take a moment and ask your mother if she's still alive if she's not it's okay if she's still alive and say mama tell me about me when i was a child that moment when you when when every time when i ask there's something that my mother made me to do i celebrate my birthday on the 10th of september the whole day doesn't really matter i was born at 8 o'clock according to her when i ask her about the time that i was born and she says that hour 
That hour is very important. I value that one hour. I don't know how long she's been in labor. She never. We never talked about it. But that one, she says eight o'clock was the special time when you were born. And every time at eight o'clock, my they, even at home they know that time is important. Take ask her to tell you about how you were born, how you were raised. Those few hours after you were born, those few years, you know, before you started walking, when you started crawling, the first words that you said, the first things that you recognize, those little things that you do, ask them to talk about it. It honors them. It makes them feel good. When my mother tells this the story, she sparkles. You see this this glow out of her face, and it's so good. Ask her about even her life, how she was raised, how she grew up, how she struggled about you. I remember one day, some years ago, we were sitting at home um, and, and, and my dad would cook. My dad would cook stew and his stew would be three onions and one tomato. And yes, yes, three onions and one tomato or two tomatoes. You? It tasted nice. I still can't cook it like it did. It tasted so nice. The other time I called my mom. I said, mom, can you please remind me how my dad cooks stew? When she started explaining that stew as if she could cook it herself, but I know nobody can. I still can't do it. The other time I called her, Mama, tell me how you cooked fish. I bought fish the other time. I wanted to cook fish. And I called. It was a good moment. When you call your mother for a simple advice, I'm not saying ask her, invite her to start becoming a bench, your benchmark of decision making. But once in a while, simple thing, ask her, Mommy, there's this thing going on in my life. There's this thing going on in my child. How did you do it with me? I'm telling you, it will go a long way. Look, if your mother is not listening and uh, you're still alive, perhaps you need to invite them to just come close to the radio so they yes. can yes. just witness this very beautiful moment. Yes. But also if the mothers who are listening to us now, we, we, we really need to know and understand that they understand the value that they have in our lives. On Motivation mm. Monday tonight, and it's the last Monday of Women's Month with Ntlantama Farafara. We're honoring our mothers. You are more than welcome to join us in conversation by telling us about your mother and uh, any other female that's shaped your life. Our WhatsApp line is 0792951212. And you can also give us a call on 0 one five one five one zero one three five. We continue the motivation after the break. The time is eight minutes to eight, and we're conversing about honoring our mothers tonight on Motivation Monday with Ntlantlama Farafara. You are more than welcome. Welcome to join us in motivation on our WhatsApp line zero seven nine two nine five one two one two, and you can also give us a call on zero one five one five one zero one three five. Are we celebrating mothers enough? I don't think we are. Or are we celebrating them for starters? Well, I am. I do. I do. I don't know if generally we do. I think we spend is that one day in the year where we say it's Mother's Day. And would buy a cup. And I don't think we really do, but maybe we do. I may not have all the information, but my challenge to every person is: look for that woman who contributed in your life. Look for that woman who has done something that enabled you in one way or another. That will will go will go very far. You, you don't have to do a lot of things. Just pick up a phone and say thank you. It goes a long way. And that is part of celebrating these people. Where you are able to do more, do more, to do more. I don't know what more it is. More for me is not more for you. Whatever it is, just find the space and the time to say thank you.
it will go far talk to us about the impact mm-hmm. that women have had in your life and possibly what you would imagine we would be able to take from that okay um let me read something i was listening to two songs today and 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 one is it's it's, it's a reggae song song by Cizla and I'll run, I want to read some some of the lyrics and then I'll say I'll respond to that question it says mama I would never let you down I'll never go away I'll always I'll, I'll always be around you know why you do you do it with so much love and I'm always gonna let you wear the crown of my success then I listened to a song by um Reverend Shelly Caesar today and she tells a story of a boy who went to a little boy who went to the mother and said mommy for making up my bed this morning or this week $1 for mowing the yard $5 for going to the store 50 cents for playing with my little brother while you went shopping 25 cents for taking out the trash $1 for for for, for cleaning the yard $2 and the mother looked at the boy and he, he calculated everything he said total that you owe me is $14.75 and he said the mother she looked at him standing there expecting um some things and a thousand memories flashed on him on her mind and she said she picked him up and took the pen and looked at him and said for carrying you 9 months no child for making you to grow inside of me no child for waking up in the night and sitting up and being your doctor and taking care of you no child at all there is no charge you can for taking you to college no charge for cooking for you no charge for everything when you add it all up the real cost of my love for you is no charge the boy t- took the paper back and he scrapped the total and he wrote paid in full mm. now look at all the, the women that may that right now you may think they owe you but they have paid in full i have mamula me who when my mother was not there she would step in and take care of us she would cook for us she would bath us she would do a whole lot of things um and her husband would buy us clothes and buy us uniform my grandmothers both of them um may their souls rest in peace uh, i spent 3 years with my grandmother who taught me a whole lot of things and she took care of me she taught me many principles about life including respect both of my grandmothers waha and mommy my aunts and both of them are still alive one of them uh, her name is soleka this woman has a way of getting into your heart she would should should be there for you when she has nothing she would find a way to come to your place when you need her kokona mina bangwan batsama kupitori kokwan sheli her love is phenomenal she teaches me how it is to be loved when i sit down with her and her husband they teach me how it is to to to, to enjoy marriage they're very old very very old and they're beautiful guys there's the two teachers who taught me in, in high school uh, one mrs mashao the other one mrs maham i remember mrs maham maham mama took me into her house during school holidays to take care of her house and when we came back she would sit down with us and teach us about setting goals and dreaming and mrs mashao would teach us about order and discipline and respect these are the people who raised us but then there's my mom who i don't know how she did it i don't know how she managed to raise us me and my two brothers um my dad passed on when when i was 16 and and for for about 4 5 years my mother hustled i don't know how to explain the way that she hustled when i went to university my mother was earning 400 570 rand and in that i had a child that she was paying 
the food for my child and buying nappies. I don't know how she did it. And, and, and she, she, she should send me 200 bucks. It was too little, but it was too much because it came from her at that time. My, I remember there was a time, one moment, where in one season where things were tough at home. And this is one of the things that I remember very hard, that um, she cooked the little food that we had at that time. It was, you know, there's time in a moment where in your life, you can't go this way. You can't go this way. You're forced in a corner. And we were at that place. It was just the week that I think my mother, if she was to remember it, she would cry. And she cooked something. It was very little for me and my younger brother. My, brother, my elder brother was not there. And then she dished out for us and we ate. And I saw her eating pap only. At that moment, it stayed in my mind for a long time. When I went to university, my mother wrote me a letter in 2004, 2004 December. She wrote me a letter. I still have the letter in a file, in a folder. And in the letter, she said, go to school, preach the gospel. And then she said, but God will take care of you. I'm going to pray for you all the time. And I know even now, the one thing that my mother knows how to do best for me is get down on her knees and pray for me. The love that she has shown me, that woman has been through stuff. She has been, well, women have been through stuff, but my mother has been through things, tough things. We That, that when I... I can't say most of them on air. It, it's 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 just things. And there was a time I remember I was sick. I so sent a message to her. I was about I think I was eleven. I was very sick, and I sent a message to her. I could not walk at that time. Um, my feet were green, and I said, "Mama, please come see me before I die." It didn't take a day. She was in Johannesburg. I don't know how the message got to her, but I told one of my teachers, and the message got to her after school the following night. She was there and she stayed with me and took me to the clinic, helped me. I recovered. I was fine. I'm old now. I've lived more than three decades and I'm still here and she's still taking care of us. But when, 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 when my younger brother had, we, when we struggled with our kids, my mother would step in with the little that she has, buy food for them, pay for whatever she's able to do within her little capacity. And even today, we still, I still celebrate that woman because I think when we talk of bravery, when we talk, we talk of resilience, when we talk of strength, when we talk of love that goes beyond the boundaries of a wall, my mother gives that. And I know those that are listening right now, you've got your mothers, you've got those women. Some of you were raised by, your, your mothers died when you, were, when you were young, you were raised by stepmothers who took care of you and paid the price of your growth. My mother did that. There's a woman as well who did that for you. We need to just say, thank you. And for my mother who's listening right now, thank you for making me the man that I am. I love you. I'm not going to add or subtract anything from what you've just said. We've run out of time. Do we have a quote for the week? One quote. Um, I read the statement just before I came here. It was said by William Tekere. It says, mother's Mother is the name for God in the lips and hearts of little children. That's where we're going to leave conversations tonight. We meet again tomorrow from 6 to 8. God willing, good night.